0: You're in extreme western Nebraska. Okay. And I'm talking like Wyoming. You can see the Rocky Mountains. Can you
1: see the Rocky Mountains from Nebraska? Is that possible? No, no, you
0: can't. No, 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 no. Nebraska is not that exciting. (laughs) You can't even see exciting things from Nebraska. And I'm from there, and I love it there. But I, I thought Western
1: Nebraska was closer to the (laughs) Rockies.
0: It's close to Eastern Colorado, (laughs) uh, which I will tell you. Eastern Colorado is like if you were standing in Kansas and somebody behind you whispered mountains, and yeah. then you turned around there was nobody there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if that was actually possible, I would play that trick on
0: people all the time. I think you should. I think you should. Uh, let's see what we can do. Um, So, if ever you're in, in far western Nebraska, and there's a place called Alliance, which is um, a town. Town is a... Town is... Sure. Town, not a city. Um, And there, if you're driving through the country and you're looking, there's chimney rock, which is like a weird rock formation on the Mm. top of a hill. Okay. That would be one of the things you see. Okay. The other thing you see over thousands of miles of landscape is several vintage cars buried in the ground face down with their, their back ends in the air. Really? So upside down, like 57 Chevys. Like a fence, but it's cars. And it's called Carhenge. I love it. <laughs> Carhenge is what there is to see in western Nebraska. And I don't mean that in the sense of like... Is there like a, like a
1: significant like, Druid population in Nebraska that that happens? Or um, just the, really bored people?
0: Yeah, I would say it's a mix of the two. <laughs> bored Druids. <laughs> <laughs> With nothing else on hand. Yeah. Um... And I, and, I, and I say that in the sense of it's it's what there is to see in western Nebraska, not in the sense of, like, it's the main thing to see. It is the thing. <laughs> 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 it's the thing there is. <laughs> so, Carhenge. You go to Carhenge, and there is a geocache there, and I don't know how many cars. I think it's 30 or 40 cars are in Carhenge. Oh, that's Carhenge. legit. It's pretty big. Um, I've never. Is it there. is it growing yeah. over time or is it is it solidified? now? That's a good question. I don't know if the Car Henge Society they're very picky, mm. and you don't know. You know, it's hard to get a car like admitted, and yeah. it's it politics. Darn <laughs> druids, <I'm> telling you, <laughs> bored <Outboard> druids. <laughs> huh? um, so one of the geocach the geocache you can find there is a magnetic cache, which is mm. like in a small magnetic bottle, in a place with forty cars, and they're like. There's lots of good places to hide this. Well, I bet there is. You could probably spend the rest of your life looking for it. Um, and they say if you find that, then you've then you've found the cash. Has anyone ever found it? Um, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know if hmm. they have or not. Um, but they say there's an alternate. So there's what they call the autograph car, okay. and you can go and sign the autograph car um, there at Carhenge. Hmm. And that counts as a geocache, and you can take a picture with
1: it. You know what I think we should do on this geocache? What should we, do? we should have a, a a tiered prize award? So like if you if you find the autograph car, you get a like a green coffee mug
0: that oh, yeah, looks like, like it's in pristine. I like that. But
1: if you can actually find a geocache,
0: you get a vintage amazing fireplace. And a vintage amazing. Um, I don't know how to, how to amazing this is right now,
1: but it's it's definitely in Studio oh, B with us as we oh, were here.
0: Yes, it is. It is. We'll and take it's all, it's all yours if you can find. It. We will send that to you. Um, via well, you have to pay for shipping. I mean, it's pretty, pretty heavy. Yeah, right? I, I
1: mean, we don't make we don't make dozens of
0: dollars around here. Ex- <laughs> we're not we're not just giving this stuff away money doesn't grow in bibles just because some (laughs) guy went to alliance and and found a a plastic geocache inside the guts of a (laughs) a vintage car we're not going to be like paying a million bucks to send this fireplace to you but if you had the scratch and you want to pay for us to
1: ship it to you we would happily do that
0: yes and and if you want to come to appleton which is where we are yeah um, which is where Houdini was from, but he escaped. <laughs> oh, <geez. Hey-o. laughs> If you want to come to Appleton and get this vintage fireplace, Dan will be keeping it in the front room of his house waiting oh, for you. Oh, yes.
1: And actually, if you make it all the way out to Appleton, we'll sign it for you.
0: We'll sign it. will be the autographed Authentics, fireplace. yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyway, Dan's address is <laughs> <laughs>
1: So today, do you know what we're talking about, Josh? Herod. Herod. King Herod. King Herod. He was a crazy man. An absolute villainous crazy man. Nut job. Not, total, total nut job. Bonkers. And, and so I, I've, I've read some, some of the history behind this. And one one of the issues with this story in particular out of Matthew 2 is that there is no... Historical verifiable data to prove that this is actually something that happened in history, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people cast doubt on this story, and they say there's no way it could have possibly happened. Well,
0: that's it. It's that's over. it. Thanks for listening.
1: is done. <laughs> Full of lies. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, here's the question I want us to entertain. Is Okay, take it for granted we haven't found any sort of. Uh, historical, verifiable information yet that proves his story to be true or false. But let's ask ask a deeper historical question. Is something like this within the character of Herod to do? That's what I want to do. And so we're going to talk about Herod's long list of skeletons in the closet. So Mm -hmm. let me just begin to kind of just cast a vision for who Herod was. And so King Herod wasn't just some like little local king that no one really respected like herod in the roman empire was a big deal like he he sent his kids to school with like caesar augustus's kids like they 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 dated the same people they went in the same circles and so for, for instance uh you've heard of like mark antony and cleopatra Right. So Mark, sure. Mark Antony, and, Cleo, uh, and Herod were actually like bosom buddies. Like they loved each. Like they, they, yeah. Like Herod helped Mark. Mark helped Herod. They were great until one day when Octavian, or soon to be Caesar Augustus, came and wanted to take the Roman Empire for himself. And so Herod sees a bigger army than what Mark Antony had marching towards him. And so what do you think King Herod does? He switched. He switches sides. Octavian marches into Egypt, takes out Mark Antony, and eventually he and Cleopatra have to commit suicide just to, save, their, just to like save themselves from a horrible death. And all the while, King Herod looks at both sides and just says, enough with friendship. I would rather win.
0: And so that, that, he was not a bro.
1: He's not a bro. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, not the, he's not the kind of guy that you want in your corner when you're in a tough spot, let's say. And so once Herod got power, this is how he held on to it. Murder, and then more murder, and then some more murder after that. And so let's let just let's just kind of walk through the history of King Herod. And so you have a guy like John Hyrcanus, who was the, the great-grandnephew of Judas Maccabeus. So you have the Maccabean revolts. You have the Hasmonean dynasty that comes in after that. It establishes an independent Israel. Herod makes his way in with the, the family. And so John Hyrcanus had popular support from the masses and so what do you think King Herod does to protect his power
0: hmm.
1: answer is makes he life. just kills yeah. him he just yeah. yep John Hyrcanus is done which is which is actually really awkward because Herod would then marry the grand niece of John Hyrcanus her name was Miriam gross yeah I know Herod had a lot of yes. wives but speaking of which so Miriam same wife whose uh, Herod killed her <coughs> great uncle uh at some point in time, she became kind of a liability. She had a lot of power attached to her. And so what mm. do you think Herod does to marry him?
0: Uh, buys her a house in the hills. Mm, not really. Yes. He kills her. <laughs> yes, but she was Salome's mother. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so
0: she's right. she, she, she she's
1: gone. Uh, another guy named Costobar, who was married to Herod's sister, he got a little bit too powerful. And so Herod killed him as well. <laughs> Uh, there's another high priest named Aristobulus III, because that's what you name your kid. Uh, he's charismatic. People loved him. Herod actually invited this man to like, a, a seaside villa that he had, and there he had him promptly drowned. Like, just Drown. took him out completely. Uh, Herod had two kids, or at least two kids, but two of his sons, Alexander and Aristobulus, because I said that's a popular name. Ah,
0: yes. Uh, really? Both
1: of them are his sons. They don't mm-hmm. like King Herod. They don't like their dad very much. And so they try to get a, an army to take take over. Right? Herod catches them before they can arrive at their army. And guess what Herod does to his two sons?
0: Again, house in Dead. He knows. De- yes. to-
1: totally dead. Yes. Uh, Antipater, another one of Herod's sons, actually named after his dad. Uh, he, he also tries to kill King Herod, his dad. He gets caught, and so Herod kills another one of his sons. Uh, you have a guy like John the Baptist, who is railing on and on about how how much of a positive father figure Herod was. And how a wonderful, he was a wonderful husband. Uh, yeah, John the Baptist sure. ends up getting um,
0: dead. No head.
1: No head. Completely head. dead. Yes. Okay, so here's my, my my favorite story out of all of the stories that Josephus tells about King Herod. Now again, this one's unhistorically verifiable, but... I just get a kick out of it. And so <laughs> consider this story. At, at, at the end of his life, Herod uh, is getting a, a little bit senile and people sense a little bit of weakness. And so Herod does something very, very dumb in his overblown sense of himself. He thinks he can do anything. And so he has a Roman legion install the image of an eagle above the bridge going into the temple. Mm. Okay. The Bible says something about graven images.
0: Yes. Yes. So yes.
1: the Pharisees freak out. So they get a, a, a riot of young men to march up to this bridge, tear it, tear it down completely, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Herod loses his mind. He's so angry. And so according to Josephus, he calls all of the Pharisees into an amphitheater that he owned. And there he has them locked in, Theoretically, he has an army surrounded, and then he commands the armies to rain down arrows on the Pharisees until all of them are dead. Now, luckily, Herod died before he could actually carry out that command, but Josephus thinks Herod is an absolute madman. Okay, so Mm -hmm. consider consider this litany of murder that we just went through. Let's ask ourselves a historical question.
0: Mm.
1: We can't prove that the murder of the innocents in Matthew 2 actually happened. But does this seem like something King Herod would do? It seems like something he could pull <laughs> like, off. It's highly, highly yeah. likely, considering his character, that this is something that has, I would say, more than historical plausibility.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now let's pause and just consider that for a second. So given the fact that we can trust this story, like, how does this help us understand Advent in a new way? So... When Jesus was born, he's not like cute cherub little Jesus who everyone loves. Immediately, Jesus is born, and he's seen as a threat to the political powers that be. Right? Jesus isn't just some cute, adorable little cherub baby. He's a threat to anyone who ever claimed power, and Herod recognized that. And so, in my mind, I always like to use this story as like, the the counterweight to an over-sentimentalized version of Advent, where we think of Jesus as this 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 cuddly little baby as opposed to like the bad, bad man that he is. Like Herod saw the claim that baby Jesus had on the kingship and he took it as seriously as he, he probably took it more seriously than any of us did because His response to Jesus's kingship was just to try to murder everyone
0: well and and, and at the time too they they would see even a a baby as as some sort of person that the gods or God or somebody had put in as as king not mm -hmm. that Jesus was a promising politician no he was he was installed as king that's how it is he had
1: he has that role and identity from his birth and I, I think Herod Herod sees the advent moment, right? He sees the birth of Jesus, I think sometimes more accurately than we do. We get so, I think, caught up sometimes into, again, the, the cuteness and the one, like Mary, did you know? We sing that song. We mm-hmm. just, we, we love the, the notion of baby Jesus, but we don't, we don't ever think about Jesus as a threat to the political powers. Mm. Like, what does it mean that advent reminds us that all, that our king is the true king, and that all other powers are put now on notice, mm. right? You are held accountable to this king. Herod saw it, recognized it, and failed to take Jesus out, right? what, but what does it mean now as Christians living in the, in the 21st century? Like, do we ever stop to think about the the political message of the Advent? That's what I want us to consider. Mm.
0: I will say that I saw a documentary one time about Herod. Yeah. And the historian said, of all of Herod's family and dynasty, yeah. dynasty, yeah, um, he was the most murderous and corrupt. Which he was is, crazy, and he said, "Which is saying a lot." <laughs> 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 this is this is a this is a very yeah. like sort of uh, shifty established evil mm-hmm. that has been around for a long yeah. time, and yeah. he is the puppet king of Rome, yeah, over over the people of Israel, mm-hmm. over. A lot of different people, yeah. but definitely an opportunist. Somebody who, like you were saying, played okay. both sides of the fence as much as he could, and tried to just grab onto whoever was rising in power at the time. Yeah, and he more played the odds than even developed his and own. G- power. He got
1: very lucky many times by choose just happening to choose the right side. Right,
0: right, yeah. right. And uh, and that is you know that is the kind of dirty, ugly world. Yeah, that that Jesus was born into. Yeah, you know, not only was he born in like a disgusting manger. Yeah. He was born into a disgusting world. Yeah, um, and it was a it was a difficult world, and it was a brutal world, mm-hmm. and and that's where his light yeah. shone to begin with.
1: Yeah, and I I think at least for me, Josh, I'm feeling convicted as I think about Advent and like so again. So I I, I know Jesus, like I, I I ponder deeply the fact that Jesus died for my sins, and that's why he was born into the world. I ponder deeply the fact that. God in Jesus has now married Himself to His creation in in profoundly brain melting ways, but I, I I'm also challenged anew this year at the the political power of Jesus, mm-hmm. and I I need to, I need those fresh reminders that you know true political power isn't in Washington D.C., true political power isn't in Brussels. True political power isn't in Moscow. True political power is possessed ultimately by Jesus. Mm -hmm. Herod saw it, and he responded in kind to the power that Jesus really has. And I think it's all too easy to forget that that's the kind of king Jesus was, is, and will be.
0: Pax Humana. Peace. Cheers. Cheers.